0: Today we deep dive into the Outriders demo as we inch closer to full release. All After Orbit. Howdy and welcome to Gamer Loop Radio. I am your host, Neutron, and today I am joined by the one and only Sage. What's up, everybody?
1: Glad to be here, Neutron.
0: Welcome, Sage. It's been <laughs> so long since I've had you it, on the podcast. It's
1: been a hot minute for sure. I've been waiting for this moment since we were we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I've been looking forward to it. It's really nice to be back.
0: I'm 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 so happy that that you had some time to to join me especially because this game this game is pretty big and you have you have uh, probably shared with your community with the brew crew you know what you're part of you know you have a little bit of extra knowledge on this on this game um and hopefully we can we can tap in into a little bit just a little bit absolutely yeah so yeah, for today's episodes, we're doing a review of the Outriders demo, and we will basically discuss, is this game, what's, the, what's its gamer net worth? <laughs> <You> know, <this laughs> Remy is going to be so proud. Well, the, the name of these reviews were, you know, because of Remy and his streamer net worth jokes. It was
1: just so good, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure somewhere he's, he's either blushing or he got to chill up his spine. He knows He knows that we're talking about him right now.
0: <laughs> but yeah, our, we want to discuss, you know, is this next game, is it going to satisfy that itch, that gamer itch? If you've been, you know, listening to gaming communities, folks are looking for that next game. Maybe Outriders, it might be it. Who knows? Um, I know for sure that our community, our GLN community is hype about it. We've created a new... Uh, area in our discord just for Outriders people are excited about the demo I'm excited I've played it you've played it and we'll talk a lot more about how much you've played uh, but yeah for this for this episode uh, we might just change a little bit uh, how we do things for previous review games it, it's mostly been myself so uh, that's why I invited Sage I wanted to get his input uh, he's very good with words so <laughs> he's, he's always <laughs>
1: well you're very kind I will do my best. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to Outriders. So this is, a, this is an, an exciting subject for me. So yeah, you, you may have to like send a shock through my chair or something to shut me up about it.
0: Pretty cool, man. <laughs> Pretty cool. But yeah, so your community already knows, Brew Crew already knows more than likely, and folks in GLN know that you are an Outriders ambassador.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's... Um it's a really cool thing. and They had approached me about that uh, via, via email. And I remember seeing Outriders and my initial impressions were, were what many are. And that's, oh, it's kind of a, a, a culmination of many of the looter shooters that I played before. I see Division in there. I see even some Diablo and some um, Path of Exile and Warframe and Division. And it's like it's got a lot of stuff in it. I look forward to seeing what happens And they reached out um, for the ambassadorship and i was like yeah heck yeah and in a nutshell what that means is i am i am in a very unique position to um, gather feedback from my community and have a, more of a direct line to um, communicate thoughts or opinions or bugs or whatever it might be about the game i can communicate that and ask questions to the devs which is really cool and it it also puts me in a position to receive a lot of information very quickly um, so I can disseminate that to the community. And that is, uh, that is not something, again, uniquely to me. Uh, there are a lot of Outriders ambassadors, and I, I think it's a really cool program that they're, that they're including uh, these content creators of, of many different sizes and many backgrounds to... Uh, to use this essentially for collecting information and getting feedback. And like I said, it's, it's really, really cool how they've done this. And the response from the content creators has been uh, extremely positive. Um, it's just, it's a really good thing to be a part of, and I can only see good things coming from that program um, uh, involving the community and helping drive positive change in the game as needed.
0: Yeah, that sounds very exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what more... Well, this ambassadorship, you know what what it'll grow into as, as we the full game releases, you know do oh, we, yeah. we get to get you know some some extra extra sneak peeks early oh, on like oh. like like five minutes early before it goes on Twitter. I don't know, you know.
1: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh, no, that's right. There actually there was that one. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, we got to we got to start the demo, uh, one hour one hour before the demo released to the public now typically it's it's not well received as far as my experience when you have content creators and streamers that get like all right three or four days in advance or they get a special copy or whatever the case may be they kind of get a little preferential treatment and i'm not typically a big fan of that however it is nice when it comes and in this case, without writers, we were really surprised. Like, okay, it is confirmed. We're going to get to play the game early. You get to start one hour before <laughs> before everyone else. And I think my first forty-five minutes were were actually in the game were were great. I didn't have any connectivity issues or anything like that. But I think the first the very first twenty minutes of just trying to get everything working was was probably uh, a little bit harder experience than it should have been. So it sucked up a lot of my a big chunk of my first um, early hour to play and stream, but it was a great experience. There's that for sure. Was it wasn't too
0: much? It was just enough. Yeah, I ended up joining the demo after work. Um, the first thing that I ran into was uh, I had to change all my uh, graphic settings. Like it, it just like I don't know if you've noticed the HDR features on a lot of games. Like change your saturation heavily. Yeah. and makes everything just terrible so that's what happened to me and i was just freaking out trying to figure it out but you know 10 minutes later i got it got it all settled in and uh just i just had to some basically some switches the settings. twisting
1: knobs yep. frantically yeah
0: that that was basically it but after that it it, it worked fine um and you know i will talk a little bit more about how much our experience playing the demo uh before we get to that i wanted to just a reminder for folks for our gamer net worth reviews There's five things that we want to focus on in our discussion. Um, Is the game fun? Uh, What are thoughts on the graphics, the art style? You know, very many games have a unique art style that uh, enhances the experience. Um, What about story? Is it engaging? You know, for Sage, he's mentioned in several other episodes and on his stream that if the story is engaging, he will keep on playing keep on playing
1: if it's not engaging i'll keep on playing
0: no no no. if it is engaging oh yeah if it is engaging i'm sorry i misunderstood yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm like wait a minute no i won't i I don't don't mean to pop your bubble but yeah agreed um uh, do we see ourselves playing more you know is it is it uh is does it does the game have replayability and of course at the very end is it worth it should you or should we check it out day one on release, um, and so far, what we know about Outriders. Um, if you haven't checked out the demo or any of the trailers or videos, Outriders is a new co-op third-person RPG shooter developed by People Can Fly and published by Square Enix. And we've had access to the Outriders demo since February 25th. Um, you can play single player, or you can team up up to two friends. Uh, Fire team is up to three people. Um, and you can experience the prologue and the opening hours of Outriders. There's about three hours of, of gameplay, uh, per class. And you can have, there's up to four classes. Um, there's a Technomancer. That's your long range, um, class pyromancer medium range, the trickster, one of my favorites, close range, uh, Devastator that is your tanky buddy. And um, mm. you can unlock the first four skills of each of these classes. Um, I've tried out three of them. The only one that I have not tried out is Technomancer. But you tried all four Sage, right? Yeah, I sure did.
1: Yeah. Technomancer is Technomancer is a lot of fun for sure.
0: Out of the four, which one are you picking day one for release? I know you've played, you've already played through all of them, but. <sighs> Now that you've had experience with all four, which one are you going to main?
1: I'm leaning towards my original choice, uh, which was Devastator. Uh, right now it's between two, Devastator and Trickster. But uh, Devastator was my original choice, and I played it up to level five or six and, and beat the, the demo portion of storyline and side quests. And then just decided, ah, I don't, it's not really for me, and I moved on to Trickster and Technomancer, uh, eventually i came back to devastator though and put time into making the build and it's just devastating but uh <laughs> it is such a fun build and it can it can be it can be a close range hit and run kind of build too so yeah it's it's really devastators in the lead but trickster is not far behind
0: and what's very interesting is this is just the beginning of the abilities that we have unlocked right oh yeah and it's already fun it's already fun with the you know the first four skills that we get you can only imagine you know the builds that you can create in this game those skill trees look ridiculous yeah so oh yeah it it's pretty exciting um i think i like trickster the best and devastator right behind it and mostly because uh, I can use those two easily and go solo the story, I feel like. Yeah. Um, the, other, the other two feel more of a, more support roles, and it's, it's easier or best that you go with a fire team. That's how I felt, at least.
1: Yeah, Pyro, speaking specifically of Pyromancer, I've only just spent enough time, and it. it's, it's been my final class to spend in uh, the majority of my time, not focused necessarily on getting legendaries, but just figuring out the build. Um, I had the hardest time wrapping my head around Pyromancer until um, this week, it was folks in stream that were helping me kind of build and look at the 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 building uh, aspects differently than I was. I was probably applying too much of my division experience. And what I found... Yesterday and portions of this morning were oh this is this is my my old sorcerer build from Star Wars the old republic. I gotta think dots, you know, you're spreading dots kind of build. It's about damage over time and uh, at least for the way I wanted to play it. Once I understood that and you can be very powerful, but you have to do a couple of things in a row and do it at the right time, and you can be proficient with it. So in my opinion, that like the Pyromancer and even the Technomancer are, are more of an involved building process, um, a bit more tactical than what you're going to get with Devastator and Trickster. It's hop in there and devastate or teleport behind your enemies and completely um, obliterate them from behind. It, it's a really satisfying feeling, but it feels a lot easier to, to build those two as opposed to Pyro and Techno. And more than likely, like you said, because of their support capabilities. But, but turning them into DPS for a solo build is a little bit more difficult, but very doable.
0: We really won't know until we get to play the entire game to see what type of DPS capabilities they can get, you know, further along. I mean, we've only gotten so many of the weapons. You know, there's armors, different attributes that you can start building on them. So we really don't... We have a small idea right now, but... We'll really get into it once once the game releases on oh, yeah. on April first.
1: Absolutely, you again. You look at Pyromancer. Um, one of the next skills in the tree that you will unlock is uh, what is I could be saying this wrong, but volcanic rounds, I think. But it's it's a DPS boost to your bullets, and you see that many other um other classes have something similar to this. I believe the trickster and devastator do as well don't quote me on it i've not i've been focused so much on pyromancer i can think about nothing else right now but um yeah just what's immediately next when we get to level eight when the game releases uh, could completely change our conceptions about the classes
0: and the coolest thing about this demo is that your time is not wasted no everything that you've earned everything that you've learned you can bring that into the full game once it's released. Um, so I'm curious how that's how that transition have they have they shared how that transition is going to work or is this just tied to your uh Square Enix account?
1: Yeah, it's just tied to your Square Enix account. So you're you're set as soon as you go.
0: The other thing I didn't know you told me about this, but um this demo will be available until who knows when. So if you're not sure game is released and you want to try it out the demo is there for you um which is honestly unheard of in in several years i don't i don't remember honestly the last time someone did something like that <laughs> it's like they're
1: begging you please give this a try we know we know whole cdpr thing and yeah we we, we saw that tune and and well we ea we kind of know about that and you've got a lot of reason not to trust us but please yep. please just try the demo it's not perfect but yeah i get that sense from all of their communication and the the uh the feedback that they receive and you take a look at their take a look at their open cases and they, they create cases that you can look at, that we're working on this and we're bringing it. I know that's not necessarily something new, but when you go through the sheer volume of stuff that they're looking into and feedback and, and the developers replying, it's very impressive. You can tell that they genuinely care. It all fits a, a, a central theme with this game that I really appreciate. Um, I'm hopefully, uh, cautiously hopeful, hopefully cautious. <laughs> Uh, but everything right now feels really good. yeah
0: And you know the devs. They, they know that they have something really special in this game, and they just want you to just want you to check it out. give it a shot. You mentioned earlier, a lot of people compare it to other games, but really it, 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 if anything, I'm, it, it seems like they've learned from these other games.
1: Yeah, when you get into when you get into a game, like the first thing... This won't fit everyone, but I think something we can all relate to is, is we want a bit of the old, but a lot of new. Uh, we, we want systems that explore new uh, frontiers in game development, but we want to start with something that we're familiar with and, uh, and also, I think in a sense, pay homage to what has come before, maybe to a lesser extent. But in any case, for whatever reason, it's expected to have some of the base that is already there that people have experienced. So it's relatable enough. And then you just slowly feed them, you know, here's this and here's that and get them used to it. With Outriders, there's a lot of, like I said, many other looter shooters from division and Diablo and Warframe. And, you know, I feel a little path of exile in there as well. Um, Skill tree and path of exile is way bigger. It's exponentially more huger but, but, uh, it has a very similar feel, I think, in spirit to, um, to Outriders. So again, to tie it back into the demo and why it's so cool that they've done this, it's like, we've, we've received a PC gamer from the late nineties and early two thousands. And there was this thing called a compact disc in there. You remember those and you had a CD-ROM on your computer, um, yeah. But you get, a, you get a demo disc and it's like, here, just try this game. Um, I don't know. There's, there's something to be s- said for that. And what I've said a lot of times on stream is it's a free demo. Just give it a try. Just, just try it. And the worst you're out is if you're on PC, 22 gigs of download space that you can d- delete in an instant. 20 gigs if you're on console. Hey, I'm an ambassador. Look <laughs> at me go. Um, just give it a try. You know, it's, oh, this is a Destiny clone. Oh, this looks just like Division. Oh, so I see they smashed Destiny and Warframe together. I've heard it all at this point. And I can say from my personal experience, if, if you... I were to play... If I were to play those games back to back to back, I would know that that is distinctly Outriders. You know, don't base it completely off of its looks. Just give it a try. You know, take a chance. Gamers have been so conditioned at this point and I'm guilty of it, too We've been so conditioned that having having a demo like a demo is not a demo anymore. It's a it's a beta Or it's it's early access And it requires you to pre-order so it's behind a paywall. Yep Yep. We're so used to that that we're just suspicious of everything and it's like no wait a minute. You don't have to be it's a free demo And then you have no idea how many times if you like, true. Like, you've destroyed all of my argument. You're right. And I'm like, and if you don't like it, then come back and say, hey, I didn't like it. And this is why it's not for me. Totally understand. But, you know, we've gotten so conditioned. I got to save a little bit of money or I don't want to waste another money or more money on a on another game that's just going to be in my backlog. That I'll never play because I wasn't really interested enough in it to play it. Um, it's a demo. Just try it.
0: Yeah. The one thing that some of these other um shooter shooter games have not done successfully at this point is cross platform.
1: Oof. No.
0: And this game is going to have that. Everyone you don't have it doesn't matter where you're at, if you're on PS four, PS five, Xbox, PC, uh Stadia, um, Epic Store, anywhere, if if you can buy the game, you'll be able to play it with your friends. You just have to create a free uh, Square Enix account. Yes, I know, another account, another email. But Meh. <laughs> it's whatever. Did you get a chance to play with anyone? cross-platform with the demo
1: um that's a good question i did play with quite a few people the first couple of weeks uh so i wasn't 100 percent sure i think there was a case or two when i needed to have the um the uh, yeah i had to make sure the option was on because we had some issue joining so i think that was the case yeah I've been playing a lot of solo to be fair with you. It it feels like punishment to have folks come in to like, all right, we're going to do this grind together. (laughs) Sage, I'm so done with this. Please, please don't make me Lego grind anymore. Um, Yeah, I played a lot of single player, but uh, I'm pretty sure I did. in the the amount of people that I've had come to play, but uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't confirm, but I did at one point need to have that on because we were having trouble connecting. So that that might've been the case. It could have been PlayStation.
0: But yeah, I mean that'll be good. I, I I mean I I was PlayStation 4 before PC. Um so maybe I'll be able to to tap into some of my old gaming buddies from back then. Uh uh cuz we mo- I had a group of uh, for Destiny 1 that I played with over on PS4. Um and I still have their contact info. So we'll we will see if they are still playing and plan on getting this game. So it'll be cool to play with some folks it's been probably more than five years since i've played with some of them
1: it's time dude Outriders, it's going to be a great game to do that and by the way a good point to add in here while we're talking about cross-platform is cross-save and uh it's going to be uh, a like for like situation so if you're on ps4 it'll cross-save with your ps5 which seems kind of like yeah of course wouldn't it
0: intergenerational cross save basically yeah exactly yeah.
1: for now um, but they're still working on making cross save like the destiny way
0: yeah Yeah. and hopefully they do because um, it, it'll, it'll be nice if for whatever reason right you, don't, you can't take your PC with you but you can't take your consoles or whatever that would be nice to be able to log on to your character and not have to worry about creating something else for sure but be, but be honest Sage How many hours have you played with this demo? Uh,
1: so it just so happens I have my steam account pulled up here and steam account says 54.7 hours, which, you know, it, it seems like a lot on a demo that takes you only a few hours to get through. Uh, but there are friends of mine that are well into the hundreds and, you know, with, with legendaries in the hundreds, it's insane. But, uh, Folks who are really passionate about this game are are really putting in the time, but I myself have 54.7. That's not to say I'm not passionate about it. Come on now. Hours doesn't mean <laughs> equate to passion. But uh yeah, 55. I I can say that's probably the most amount of time I've ever spent on a demo before.
0: Yeah, that that sounds quite a bit. I mean, that's I'm nowhere near that. I'm at eight hours. And I, I basically my my approach was I just want to I just want to check it out uh with each of the classes, just kind of get my my feet wet into the game, just kind of learn a little bit. Cause the other thing is I didn't want to like burn out even before the game. Oh yeah. You know, fully releases. I I was I was personally worried about that, but other people they they just want because I feel like right now in the demo the loot pool is way smaller that you could potentially get some of those really good weapons and you keep them right. <laughs> uh totally. yeah
1: at their level i mean you you the big draw right now is you can save the mods you break down the weapon and it puts the mods in your library to attach to uh, another weapon later on down the road very similar to the the system inside of division two and Diablo. um so I think the appeal is building up that library so you have tons of options for, for swapping out um, a particular skill with another one. Or if you come from division, we're talking weapon talents, that kind of thing. Um, but I mean, I could say for myself, I'm about there. I This week, I got Pyromancer in a nice spot. And then I'm like, you know what, Chad, would you mind if we only do like a couple hours of Outriders in the morning and then we're going to play some loop hero in the afternoon. They're like, yeah, that sounds great. I was so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to burn out on it either. Cause I like it that much.
0: Uh, next thing I wanted to talk about is just your general thoughts. We've talked already about the different classes, the, some of the uh, abilities, skill trees. Um, what do you think of the feel of the gameplay as far as shooting uh, your thoughts on armor weapons? so variety of weapons okay uh
1: i mean that as far as variety of weapons feels good so far granted we only have up to level 7 and i'm i'm sure there's a lot that's behind the you know the the demo wall um that we we just haven't seen yet but uh taking a look at the the legendaries i've heard folks say oh man they're they're, they're gross looking and other people are like these are so cool uh the design is is beautiful uh, the talents on the weapons make sense, uh, at least at this point. And uh, so the shooting is fun when When those talents on your weapon uh, combine with the uh, the skills that are on your armor, you start getting some really interesting combinations happening um, that allow you to re- be really specific to your play style per class and i i I like that. And they've done it in a not-so-Division or Diablo way to make, make the building super, super complicated, at least at this point. But I can, I can tell you, by the time you're level 7 in Division, you're probably try, trying a little harder to wrap your head around making your build because there's just so many stats for everything and what's going to work with what. This seems simplified while still keeping a degree of complexity, so it's, it's approachable, I think, for for even people that have not played something like this before looter shooter in general. um, Yeah. So I I like the way it feels, but if we're talking shooting as a, as a movement, as a, a movement mechanic, your character, which some people will like, and some people won't, your character feels light. You don't feel any, you don't feel a lot of gravity or, a to and fro, a sway, your, your character feels very light, which I think could give, give the impression of, of a bit more arcade like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it moves like an FPS. I'm probably giving folks the wrong impression, but it moves like an FPS. It's just your character feels light, you know, which can take a little getting, getting used to. And I'm not 100% sure whether or not they may address that in the future. Um, but that's something to be aware of, you know. If you're if you're really used to the weight in in Division, this will be a little different for you.
0: Yeah. So I'm I've played both Destiny and Division, and if you already know, I play a lot more Destiny, and and I think it feels a lot more comfortable for me because of that lightness mm. uh, and also the complexity of of of, of builds. I've always been afraid of uh, division building because there's just so many stats for me to keep track. I there's just yeah. too much. I like I like the simplicity of of Destiny builds, and and I like Outriders because it's it's a middle ground. Uh, it, it adds a little bit more complexity, more options for builds, and that that excites me, um, definitely. For so I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what I what I can figure out. If not, I'll find someone that makes a building. Oh, I'll try that one. You know.
1: I might know somebody. I'll, I'll send you their information. Surprise, it's me. Hi. <laughs> oh!
0: I'm, I'm, so I, I know you've, you've shared, like, you know, your build builds during, you know, you know Division. So I'm excited for, to see what you come up with.
1: I got you, homie.
0: For Outriders. <laughs> um, speaking of other items, um, I also wanted to go over, you know, thoughts on story, art direction, music, selection and voice acting. Uh in the demo, just a prologue, I I, f- I found myself attached to Oh gosh, what was his name? The cowboy. Oh yeah, um,
1: right off the bat
0: too. Mm. Right off the bat. I was like No spoil. Oh I like this guy. <laughs> I like uh, well, the of. demo's been out. The demo's been out. So I feel I feel like in the whole demo there's always you, you like a character and then he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was so likable
1: too. It's just this, just so you know, listener, this is a, this is a guy kind of gives you a, an old Western uh, wise man kind of feel, you know, He doesn't put up with anything, but he's got a heart of gold. He's all dirty on the outside, but he's really a sweet little baby kitten on the inside kind of guy and they axed him this is like the the first character that you feel emotionally connected to and they're like and you're like oh outriders so this is how it's gonna go huh Uh -huh. Mm uh-huh it's
0: exactly the i feel like the entire game is just gonna be like that man which i don't know how much i can take (laughs) it was a bit of a
1: roller coaster right there dude i was i was shocked I think some some folks took clips of it too on stream. My mouth was completely, i just like, oh no!
0: But the, I mean, in in the demo, there was three distinct situations like that. So I I feel like there's, it's probably gonna be plastered all over the entire game. Oh yeah, which is, I I I like it, um, but I'm just hoping I don't get as attached to like how I did with Cade in Destiny. Oh <laughs> man. Losing someone like that in, in a video game is just, just, it just hurts. It's just hurts. And they,
1: like to, they like to follow that seven samurai kind of mentality where, you know, all the heroes at the end, they, they die. <laughs> you know, it just, I mean, oh, please not another Cade situation. Anyway, I don't want to think about it.
0: Jimmy, you're making me sad. I'm getting sad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. One, that's, one thing that's interesting, I mean, the game is beautiful. The game, right off the bat, if you're if I was playing on PC, the game looked great. Um, I'm sure folks that are having have new uh, next gen consoles probably agree there as well. Um, the the one thing that uh, is different than typically the games that I play is the gore aspect. What do you think about that? As far as like a, a I feel like it's almost a, like an art decision or an art direction to to. include that in in a video game
1: yeah that it's a it's definitely an art direction but how it ties back into the mechanics uh was made more evident to me to was it today um it was shared with me a response about a gore toggle and this is something there's there's someone Specifically in my community that's like, ew, I don't like that. I want to play the game, but the gore is gross, and I can't deal with it. And I, I had submitted that question through the proper channels, and was kind of awaiting a response. And the, uh, one of the members of my community found a Reddit where the devs responded that that's, that's also... They looked at that, but the explosions, you know, blowing people's heads off and exploding from the inside out kind of stuff is, is also important to the mechanic side of it when you're casting your abilities and they cause the enemy to do this or that or the other it's all tied together in one way shape or form so to turn that off completely destroys the a core aspect like their of the, vision yeah it's it, yeah. and I could totally understand that as far as I'm concerned it doesn't bother me in the least uh, I was I think the last time I was like surprised shocked but also, in a good way, was gears in the very first gears, and you got to chainsaw your enemies. I don't think I did any shooting in the first gears. I think I just chainsawed everyone <laughs> <laughs> uh so it doesn't bother me a bit and uh furthermore once once I had made that connection that it's it's also tied mechanically to the abilities and uh you get to see different responses. It's not just the same thing like you light them. On fire, you you cause them to explode from the inside is completely different than when you're using a, a another class's abilities and um, there's a lot of time and detail that went into that, so their response was actually pretty brilliant. It's just like you know if if you're not a fan of the gore, then this might not be the game for you and I like I respect that very
0: nice yeah I, f- I feel like it's probably a lot more work than it's worth to, you know, have that additional feature for the, you know, toggle off any of the gore. Yeah, what are you going to um, do
1: in its place? Or you just don't have it, and you, like, enemies are just <laughs> kind of flopping around, and oh, you're yeah. like, why?
0: <laughs> What's wrong with you? Paint, paintball instead of blood, just, you know, paintball paint? Yeah. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> no, don't do Outriders like that. No, please. Paintball edition.
0: <sighs> oh, man. Well, okay. Well, what about um music and voice acting uh, i know you're these are some of the things that i've heard you mention before that either make or break a game for you
1: uh the so the composer first and foremost i was just drop dead excited because this composer has done uh a lot it's the last name is zur i remember that i can't remember his first name it's it's Anon. non zur i think Uh, has done a lot of other classic um, scores for games like, uh, oh, shoot, I know I got this. Baldur's Gate 2, Star Trek, Klingon Academy, um, The Lord of the Rings, War in the North. So And and there's just too many more to to mention. Prince of Persia, there's another one, The Two Thrones. Crisis. There's another one, uh, so yeah, I was a big fan, and as soon as I knew that he was on the music, uh, that was during one of the the YouTube broadcasts that Outriders did, i was I was set, and look no further than the intro screen to feel exactly what you're going to get in outriders. At least that was the impression that that I got. Like, it, it hits you, you've got emotions going on. They're like, man, this game better be epic because this music is pumping me up pretty hard, and then you're not let down, you know so. At least I wasn't. I'm digging it. Uh, the music is a really important part to the to the storytelling of any game, and if you don't get that right, uh, you're 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 not taking the rest of the game to the, the best level that it can be. Music, music is is the the roadway for the story, um, and uh, and creates the path in a sense. If, this is a, if it's a bumpy story, then that road's got to be bumpy and the music better reflect it. And when things are going good, you got to communicate that. No worries at all. No worries here at all. It's, it's a great soundtrack. I can't wait to hear the rest of it.
0: I mean, I agree. I really enjoyed it. And the voice acting so far on the, in the demo itself, um, I feel like they, they got a great cast. I mean, already, we already talked about the cowboy early on. Just... His voice acting in that in that you know piece just in the prologue kind of hooks you in, and I'm curious if they if if that voice actor does more work in the game because I would be pretty sad if that was the only oh yeah the only character that he voiced yeah
1: for sure. Now, the voice acting's been good. I I haven't played any of the uh, any of my classes as a male, so I I don't know how the male voice acting is, but as far as your main character as a female, she's she's absolutely great.
0: Uh, well, I've played on on the male, and I I I really enjoy them. Um, you know, it for for the for the you know folks that were selected to be part of the outriders, you got to get these tough, you know, no bullshit type of guys and girls. So I think the voice on, on both the male and the female, I think they work perfectly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. And and I I really enjoy that. I really do. And so far, um, one of the things that I was also, or folks were probably worried about is, is how long is this game? Right? You, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that boat where I sometimes evaluate or prioritize games based on their length. Yeah. So right off the bat, I'm always like, do I have enough time to go play this 40-hour game? Or am I just going to pick up a 10-hour game? Well, for a looter shooter, a lot of folks expect this to be something that they main... is their main game. Spend hundreds of hours. Um, so far they've told us that main story for each class then you go play through, main missions, it's about thirty, thirty hours, 30 to 40 hours. But if you decide to do all the side missions, that can easily double triple the amount of time that you spend in this game. So you're looking something closer to 60 to 90 hours, and that's per... That's per class. Yeah, boy. um, more that, that's a lot. That's a lot to grind through, and I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not worried that it's gonna feel uh like heavy. You know, there's some games that I I felt comfortable doing doing like Destiny on all three characters. Yeah, I don't know if I if I personally would do multiple characters for like Division but that's just me right um i get that yeah i can get that right yeah Cause I, I feel like the story the main campaign for division felt a lot longer than the main campaign for destiny i mean obviously destiny just keeps growing each year right but it, it's it's a little it's kind of spread out how you play through the main campaigns
1: yeah for sure the division At least like in division one, I think a big part of why people wanted to grind multiple characters was storage space. You know, you needed a mule somewhere. Uh, And that was, I don't know. And outside of that, if you really enjoyed the storyline, if you were one of those people like me that put 4,000 hours in division one, uh, you had, I don't know, I had more characters that I completed one to 30 and, and deleted than I have. You know, have left now, you know, three or four characters. But, um, yeah, the motivation is really important too. I I think Outriders has already done a, a really cool job of creating that curiosity around what this other class has to offer. And not only that, the, the, um, customizability to make what would seemingly be, uh, the general traits or the, the middle road for that particular class, you can, you can take it in a completely different direction and really fit it to play your, the way you want it to, um, will more than likely be a motivator for people to go back and play all four characters. Even if they, I'm the 100% completionist and I'm going to throw another 90 hours at this game just to get through it, whatever the case may be. I think that different play experience is going to be really important to the longevity of the game.
0: The good thing is the, the playstyles for each of these classes are so different. I mean, just the way that you regain health per class makes you play the game differently. For Pyro, you have to burn an enemy to get health back, right? I forget what the other ones do, but, you know, they, they have all unique ways that it basically pushes you to a different playstyle that you might not be either familiar or too inclined to, to play it that way. Yeah,
1: this one of their broadcasts. Cover is for cowards, and I'm like, oh, is that a shot at division? Oh, oh, ouch! But it, but it is, you know. I find myself only taking cover in a in a very extreme situation, um, and typically in those situations I was undergeared, you know, either undergeared or a little under leveled, um, and then there's boss fights. You know, boss fights feel more like kind of mmo you you have abilities that interrupt but you don't you may not have them currently equipped so you go into a boss battle forgetting to you know interrupt one of his abilities and you get your face handed to you on a platter <laughs> uh so you got a little bit of like uh, this mmo mechanic kind of thing that uh that is really interesting where you'll, you'll probably be a bit more you, cautious and use cover more often depending on the situation. But uh yeah, as a general rule, covers for cowards. You gotta kill to get health. Booyah, vampirism. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Vamp life. I, I like I like that that you know that playstyle just rushing up to, to enemies. It's it's always been my favorite. So I, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely like this vibe. So uh oh <laughs> Oh yeah. Um one thing that we haven't really we don't know too much about they've gave us, you know, tidbits here and there is end game, uh, for art writers, uh, end game is called expeditions. Uh, we've seen that there is a mobile hub that goes with you through these expeditions. Um, they, I think I want to say they mentioned like 15 levels or expeditions that are part of end game. Um, that go way above you know your i think was it max level is like 30 but weapons can go up to 50 or something like that
1: oh that's a good question i i didn't hear that specific part
0: i'm a bad ambassador again no i i I, don't quote me i i i feel like i heard it somewhere probably one of the youtube videos that they did but um so the the 15
1: number is is important because that that equates to like world tiers and there's 15 world tiers that will increase you know your xp gains money gains um chance of legendaries and that is like torment levels in in diablo 3 that just that's extremely diablo those are torment levels so if you play diablo 3 you know exactly what that is so that that's your difficulty and you can you can go to the moon with that but then yeah expeditions after that uh they get Higher and higher in difficulty and complexity is really cool. But, um, and add on top of that, none of the expeditions are repeat content. So that's all, you know, that's all brand new and fresh. So what you've been used to up to that point is not going to be the case here. So you can't rely on previous tactics to get through this, these, this harder in-game content called expeditions. So, um,
0: yeah. Oh man, it's going to be hard. I also... I also remember that aren't these expeditions like timed? So the faster you do it, the better loot you get. Yeah. At the end of it, right? Yeah.
1: And not to worry so if that- you, if you can't get through the content, they still give you like, you know, a a runner-up bonus prize. So you're you're not going to have unproductive runs in expeditions. You're still going to get something, and I think that's cool too. People are going to have to work their way up to it. There's no way you're going to be a hundred percent min maxed and then ready to to charge through hardest difficulty expeditions.
0: No, I mean just hearing that type of stuff is exciting, you know, because a lot of the times gamers are looking for an added difficulty or or mods to make the game more challenging once they've become proficient or almost experts. I mean, I see it all the time on Destiny. Like people are doing like one-man, two-man raid boss completions. Yeah. I don't... Pff. Yeah. So this game is, is, is making it part of the game where you can increase your level of difficulty uh, without you having to force additional uh, modifiers. Yeah. Right? Or, or, or handicaps on yourself.
1: Yeah. And, and having to force uh, multiplayer on you, you know, as well. I, again, I think there's a good point there about solo. Like, you can still solo this content. It's going to be hard, but you know, they've already said that you can. And and if the solo thing is more your thing, I think you're going to have plenty to do in the end game by yourself.
0: Oh, this this is definitely exciting. And and we talked already about builds, but was there anything else that you wanted to briefly talk about? Um, You know, what are you most excited, the possibilities for building builds in this game? Um... (laughs)
1: <laughs> we've only unlocked two points in the in the class tree um you've got three trees with with different play styles but you only get a set, set a number of points so if you're not going to fill up a, a whole class tree one of those three you're you're not filling it up if you're putting stuff into other trees so you have to be very selective about what you use and seeing the rest of that unlocked it, we were just talking about level cap of seven inside of the demo but being able to completely play with that tree would hugely change play styles just at level seven and we haven't even talked about getting into epics right now we only have blue gear so we're we're not even talking about getting into purple gear and the complexity of that or legendary gear which you can have on sets of that so not to mention it looks really really cool by the way uh I can't wait to sink my teeth into it. And to be honest, after getting more information about expeditions, I'm even a little worried. And I come from Diablo three and I come from division two where it's, it's very build centric games. And I'm like, mm, am I really prepared for this? This seems like it's going to get pretty complicated. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I love if a game can make me feel like my, I make me feel like I need to question my previous experience. It's intimidating a little bit just thinking about the prospect and you're doing something right. Uh, I hope that it plays out that way. I really do. But signs are looking
0: good. Well, with what you know today, Sage, is this game worth picking up on day one? I would. I would. I can't. I would too. I would too. Yeah, I
1: can't speak for anybody else, but I would 100%. Um even not being take out Outriders ambassador from, from the picture. And if I were just looking this strictly as another game that I can play that's similar to Looter Shooter or it's in the Looter Shooter genre, something I can hop into that I think my community would like, that I know that I will like, I would
0: definitely pick this up day one. And if you're not sure, get the demo. It's free. So what's interesting is um, I think as we grow older, uh, as gamers we we uh are tend to be more cautious about certain games and i'll be honest uh since they announced outriders i was uh, at the beginning i was a little iffy but the more they started giving us information even even the the you know the the pace of information that they've given us giving us access to this demo uh you can see that you know the the community managers they're open the dev- Devs are open to sharing information with the gamers. It's slowly showing you that they are try- they've learned from other people's mistakes and-, and hopefully to convince you to check out their game. But yeah, I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ready.:
1: And I mean, you know, it's not to don't let the, the, the potential sound of our fanboying mislead you um we've been really we've been really critical and we've experienced the same disappointment with a a lot of games and publishers and developers uh of course we're, we're always very respectful about it but we we have feelings like everybody else all signs are just feeling really good for outriders and it's one of those rare moments where you you just have to celebrate that while you can because you never know what the future holds i hope it's something that they will continue to maintain but the plus side of this if there if there's a positive to the skeptic um square enix has always had a high standing um among publishers and they're behind this and um people can fly will certainly have the support to make the game a success. And they've already expressed the fact that they, you know, they're looking forward to the reception of the game being uh, positive and it being a great experience for people so they can continue to do more for the game. And that's awesome that they want to, they're like, <laughs> they're like, please send us in. We'll, we'll do this. And I like the energy. It feels, it feels different than other things that could also be because people can fly. is not, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not really comparable to other developers putting out like this aaa style game right now, you know, they're, they're different. So hopefully they can maintain that. If the game does blow up, um, our expectations won't change that, that, that openness, um, not just to the community, but to those who are, are helping to, um, Make the game better, dropping suggestions, uh, people that type in the feedback on the forums to have things look at, like that interaction there in the forum between the gamers and the devs is so important. So yeah, yeah, fingers crossed, but let me be hyped right now, damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm definitely ready. April 1st needs to get here as soon as possible. We're, we are, what, like a, a little bit over a week? Yeah, man seven eight nine days away by the time you listen to this episode it'll be a week exactly a week um so yeah i'm excited Uh, we're both great you know big fans of looter shooter games um just the possibilities of playing anywhere with doesn't matter where your friend is either on a console you're on pc and just just last week two weeks ago it was announced that xbox game pass gets this day one yeah, man. You know, making it, you know, accessibility is important. Mm-hmm. So, if you already have that service, you're you're already paying for it. Go go play the game. What would be interesting is to see is how long will it, will it stay in, in on Xbox Game Pass? Because, I mean, they don't stay there forever. I think I remember Division was on it, but it was like a month or two. I, I'm not sure. I think it just gives folks a, enough time to to try out the game but you might have to buy it later. I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. If but. I were a betting man,
1: I would say about three months. I would say two. To, and that's three. enough. I would say two to three, and, you know, a solid quarter to see how the game does and then switch it over to a, to a pay. Three months feels about right. No more than six, though. That would be would be crazy. But yeah, two to, yeah, two to the, three feels good.
0: Yeah, the only games that I've probably seen last that long are probably just you know Xbox games, but mm. that's that's a different story.
1: <laughs> mm. Stay tuned for a Gamer Loop Radio. <laughs> what's the what's the deal with Xbox?
0: <laughs> you are right. I I am making a an episode for about everything that Xbox is doing. So, <laughs> folks, if you're listening, there's so much. It. There's so much information and it's coming to you soon. I I, I just feel like every time a week happens, something else pops up that Microsoft is doing or Xbox. I mean it'll be
1: a special episode all on its own. It, for sure.
0: It'll be a special episode all on its own. So don't worry, folks. I, I got you your your Xbox Microsoft news coming soon. Look
1: it to my veins.
0: But that that is going to be it, folks. Uh Sage, thank you. Thank you for for finally joining me for another episode of Game of Loop Radio. I missed you.
1: Oh, my pleasure, man. This was great. This was great. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, if folks wanted to find you, Sage, and I think by now everyone does know where to find you, but for the new folks that are listening to Game of Loop Radio, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter at Sage the Bard. All day, everyday.
0: All day, every day. Between the hours of 8 and 2.
1: <laughs> All day, <laughs> every day.
0: <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, folks, if you liked today's episode, don't forget to leave us a rating or a review on your Prefer- uh, podcasting platform. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us. Ask us questions. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Where can we improve? Do you have any suggestions on some of the topics or some of the games that we review? Just give us a shout. You can find additional episodes of Gamer Loop Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon, Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbeam. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Bye
1: bye. Gamer Loop Radio.